You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you into trouble, though. Oh, you? Yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. 24-7. <laughs> My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives. I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Hello, guys. Hello. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Happy Black Friday. Hopefully, if you haven't done so yet, you head over to JustPlainZach.com slash shop to stock up on our new No Filter merch. We have all of our classics, the Zach Pack sweater, the Teaspooling Professional t-shirt, all that good stuff. But then we also have the new Rinna Biggest Bully in Hollywood Tea, which is now on sale. It's a fun little concert tea with Rinna's face on it. It says, the biggest bully in Hollywood. And everyone knows it. We also have the new Ice Queen Can Take It pullover sweaters. Also available at JustPlainZach.com slash shop. We have the I'm Disengaging hats. So cute, fun, new merch. You can rock the Ice Queen sweatshirt. You can rock the new Rinna tee all on sale, 25% off this weekend only with code NOFILTER. So use code NOFILTER right now at JustPlainZach.com slash shop. Stock up on the merch. Let me know if you did purchase so I can give you a little shout out when you get your merch. Be sure to send me a pic of it. Um, and if you are a member, members have a special discount code. Don't share it with anybody, but you have a special discount code that gets you up more than that 25% off. You get a full 30% off. So if you have the member code, for the YouTube members, you can use that. Get a little bigger discount. You can always become a member here on the YouTube. It's only two ninety nine a month. You get bonus lives. You get behind the scenes vlogs. You get bonus discounts. All that good stuff. So head over to justplainzack.com slash shop. Order your merch. Let me know what you think. Code No Filter gets you 25% off this weekend only. Happy Black Friday. I hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Hopefully you are nice and stuffed. Hopefully someone stuffed your turkey. And if not... Hopefully, you know, your belly was nice and stuffed this weekend. Oh, my God. Look at that. Gretchen Williams dropping the super sticker. Thank you, Gretchen. I appreciate you, girl. Okay. Are we ready to dive into all of this? The latest Girardi drama. Because Ronald Richards was tweeting up a storm. Um, And then he did an interview with Ryan Bailey, who I love and respect on Ryan's podcast, So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. If you guys aren't subscribed to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, I highly recommend you give my boy Ryan some love. Love Ryan Bailey. He's been on this podcast before. He did my Spilling Tea live show back in Los Angeles in April. Um, So yeah, love Ryan. Definitely give him some love and support. Okay, so let's dive into it. Let's do a little fact checking. Let's do a little myth busting because, um, yeah. So, did Erica Jane turn over fake earrings? That was my initial impression. That was my impression. That was my perception of what was being alluded when I saw some of this stuff circulating on the Twitter. And some of you guys, of course, were DMing me. And I was like, listen, I've got to cook. I've got to clean. I've got to make it nice. And you better believe I did. I made sure I cooked. I made sure I decorated the table and it looks cute. I set up the dessert. I made it nice for Thanksgiving, guys. So I was like, I don't want to talk Girardi bullshit because right now I want to spend it with my family. So Ronald Richards 
Attorney Ronald Richards, on his self-verified Twitter account, is making some shocking new allegations in a sponsored tweet that he was paying to remote on Twitter this week. And according to the attorney, Ronald Richards, who was previously released from the bankruptcy trustee's investigation, he claims that the pair of earrings Erica turned over to the trustee are not the same pair of earrings that Tom Girardi purchased. Okay, so... He tweeted out, we can verify, we can safely report, sorry, we can safely report that the earrings that Erica Girardi gave to the trustee are not the same earrings on the sales invoice, aka as the replacement earrings purchased through tax fraud by Tom Girardi, where he falsely claimed the $750,000 check was a court cost. Now, Remember, we do like to play with blurred lines. We do like to allude to certain things, but we're also very mindful with our words and our tweets, right? So let's actually break down all this because this got people thinking that maybe Erica turned in. This isn't Ronald's accusation, but this is what people took away from this tweet online is that it was possible that Erica turned in a fake pair of earrings, somehow swapped them out. Maybe Tom swapped them out. Maybe someone stole the earrings. Now, we do know that there was an original pair of earrings that was purchased, um, I believe, in 2004. I've heard two different conflicting stories about this. One, that the earrings were from 2004 and one that the earrings were possibly from the year 2000. However, there is really only, well, I guess two pairs of earrings that that we're discussing, and that's these diamond earrings, the princess cut that Tom Girardi gave to Erica Girardi, his wife. So the earrings were originally $750,000 or the replacement pair of earrings when they were purchased back in 2007, right? $750,000 is what Tom Girardi paid for this replacement pair of earrings. He had previously purchased a pair from the same jeweler, M&M, purchased a pair of earrings for Erica. He then claims that those earrings were stolen in a home burglary while they were out to dinner. Erica also claims that the original pair of earrings were also stolen in her most recent declaration, which was um, one of the documents that Ronald Richards tweeted out. She claims, yes, I did get an original pair of earrings. She's like, I believe it was in 2004. It was either for an anniversary or possibly as a birthday gift. She couldn't remember exactly what the occasion was, but Tom did give her this very extravagant pair of earrings. They were stolen. Then I believe in 2007 is when this replacement pair was purchased for $750,000. TMZ said that a recent appraisal now estimates that the earrings are worth between $250,000 or $350,000, meaning they've since gone down in value. We'll clarify what this number actually is and what this number actually means as well. The earrings are currently set to be auctioned off by John Moran, who has an auction house. The funds are to be liquidated, given to the bankruptcy trustee, and then she will determine how those funds are dispersed. Again, no guarantee that you know whether this quarter mill or whatever the earrings end up going for will go directly towards any specific victims or possibly attorney's fees or possibly bank creditors. So everyone begging for the turnover of these earrings should at least understand. I believe the trustee has full control over where that money actually goes. Okay. Now, Ronald Richards is claiming that he wanted to purchase these earrings at the auction, very similarly to how he said that he wanted to purchase the Girardi Pasadena estate, which I'm now under the impression I've heard that he's since withdrawn his decision to, um, 
move forward with the purchase of that Pasadena estate. Also very interesting. Love how we like to, to make these big declarations publicly and then quietly retreat. So I do believe the Pasadena estate is not currently in escrow with Ronald Richards. Um, but because Ronald wanted to purchase these earrings, because he says, you know, after the on Ryan Bailey's show, he says, after the harassment that my wife had to endure with Erica, I thought she deserved a little gift. So why not buy Erica's earrings for his wife? So he said because he wanted to purchase the earrings or wanted to bid on the earrings in the auction, he wanted access to the documents to verify the earrings. So this is merely a claim from Ronald Richards. I want to clarify this tweet and this claim are coming from Ronald Richards. This does not come from the bankruptcy trustee, and this is not coming from the actual auction house. I believe the earrings are still currently up if somebody does want to reach out and place a bid and wants more information on that. So... This claim is solely based off of the findings of Ronald's own personal investigation into the earrings. We'll get into that. So he found that it, there's a one carat discrepancy from the earrings listed on the original 2004 GIA report in comparison to the earrings that are now being put up for auction by John Moran. The original pair of earrings from 2004... Um, they had a weight of 7.02 and 7.09. That was the carat estimate when GIA did their report. GIA, um, I guess, does the actual like grading reports to like verify all the specifics of diamonds. They don't do official appraisals. They just do the grading report. So the earrings that are currently up for auction are currently coming in at 6.01 and 6.57. So there's a bit of a difference, right? 7.02 and 7.09. So each earring, I'm not sure which one's the left and which one's the right exactly. I guess it doesn't really matter, right? Because it doesn't, you don't have one earring that you always put on the left and one that you always put on the right. So 7.02, 7.09 from the 2004 GIA report. Now the current GIA report with what's currently up for auction, 6.01 and 6.57, okay? So that's a full half a carat to a full carat difference. Something about that sounds off, right? That's a pretty big discrepancy, a full carat. However, if you dig into the whole earring debacle even further, let's go back to when the LA Times was reporting about the earrings. So the LA Times reported that the original pair of earrings was actually valued at 800000 okay? According to the court documents, the original pair that was purchased, it seems like in 2004, or given to Erica in 2004, that original pair was $800,000. The replacement pair from 2007 is valued at $750,000, Okay? So if we went from 800,000 to 750,000, there's clearly a decrease in something, right? From the original pair to the replacement pair. Now, the jeweler in his own declaration admitted that the $750,000 replacement pair were of similar size, quality, and clarity. Similar size, quality, and clarity. Not identical, but similar. He also adds, I believe the first earrings were a little bit more expensive, okay? So in his declaration, he claims that the, the original pair were a bit more expensive, which is why they were purchased for $800,000, and then the replacement pair was $50,000 less. So it sounds like the replacement pair 
were the carrots and the the sizing were possibly a bit smaller if there was a a $50,000 decrease. So if we dropped in price that much, it's likely that the replacement pair weighed less, right? Carrots were less. Now again, $50,000 less. I decided to check with a luxury jeweler that I happen to know who has a lot more experience than me when it comes to luxury jewelry and a lot more experience and understands jewelry a lot more than Ronald Richards does. Now, according to this jeweler, with a large stone diamond like that, going from six carats to seven carats is a pretty big deal. And he claims that the $800,000 to $750,000 cost actually does make a lot of sense if they are smaller earrings, if they do weigh less, right? It's a smaller diamond, essentially. So he also says that big stones like this typically only go up in price. They don't go down in price, which explains the report of higher figures. I know in the press, and I believe even on Real Houses of Beverly Hills, we hear figures of like $1.3 to $1.4 million at what the earrings are valued at. Those are the appraisal estimates. Now, that's a retail appraisal, okay? Also, I want to clarify that these figures are for both earrings. So $750,000 for both earrings. $800,000 for both earrings. $1.3 to $1.4 million for both earrings. That's not per earring, just because there's a little bit of, of a discrepancy over that as well. So these are retail appraisals. So what you would buy from a retailer if you go out and purchase a pair of earrings like this. That's why they started off at, at 750 and why they would be valued a lot more if we were to purchase them from a jeweler. However, with the current situation that we're in, we're not reselling these earrings, right? We're auctioning them off. So there's a difference between a retail price and an auction price. Now, my experience in the nonprofit world, where I've done a number of live and silent auctions, you typically start with an at-cost value baseline when putting something up for auction because you don't wanna lose any money, so you put what the actual at-cost value is And the ultimate goal is with the intention of the bids going up, but at least the bottom bid at least covers the at-cost price of what that item or experience actually is, okay? Then people bid and you bid and you bid and it goes up and up and up, and then you end up profiting off of it in some way because bids continue to typically go up. Bids Bids don't go down. So therefore, price goes up, you earn more money. I also asked this jeweler what the at-cost value of diamonds like this would be, not the retail cost of $750,000, but what would the jeweler pay for for a diamond cut like this, right? So he says at-cost, because he did a quick little estimate based off of the GIA reports that Ronald Richards tweeted out. We looked it up, and it looks like the diamond would likely cost somewhere around $175,000 per diamond for a six carat cut like this, right? You are the real Elwoods. Thank you, Rachel Williams. Sorry, Gretchen Williams. This is super interesting. Zach has the facts. I always have the facts. And here's the thing. The facts are easy to find, you guys. That's the part that frustrates me is that these things are not hard to figure out. But when you want to sensationalize things and put tweets out there that, you know, fan the flames... That's where I have a bit of an issue because at first I was like, fuck, now what? What did Erica do now? Like, did she really give fake earrings? Because that was my initial impression, not the accusation that Ronald Richards made. But that was the initial impression for a lot of people like myself when this report initially came out. Okay. 
So again, the earrings each diamond, we're looking at $175,000 for a six carat cut like this, okay? Then you add the retail markup, and that's how you get the $750,000 total cost for both of the earrings. So it's likely that the official appraisal of the earrings, the at cost value comes in right about that number. So we round things off to start the auction off at about what, 200, 250, 300,000, 350,000. That's where we would likely start off the auction because that's likely the baseline value of those diamonds, right? So then once the bidding starts to go in and people start to make their bids, then the price goes up. The trustee then collects on that money. This is where Ronald Richards reveals on Ryan Bailey's show that he plans to drive those bids up. That way we can get as much money as, as we actually want for it. So I'm like, okay, is your intention to drive the bidding up or is your intention to actually buy these earrings for your wife? Are you going to actually buy these earrings for your wife? Because we know it doesn't appear you're purchasing the Pasadena estate as you previously stated you wanted to do and possibly turn it into a museum. I believe off, this is based off of my own raw recollection, my own memory. I believe somebody DM'd me. I think it was like a tweet reply or something where I think I remember him saying that, you know, the value of the house, like it just, it didn't, it looked like there was a lot of fixing up. So it didn't seem like it was worth the investment anymore. Again, that's off of my just, you know, blind recollection in this current moment, my raw recollection. I could not be fully factually accurate about that, but I believe from my memory, that was one of the reasons that he decided to pull out. I think somebody DMs me like a, a screenshot of, of some of his, um, some of his, what do you call it? Uh, uh, Twitter replies. Um, Irene says, Erica said that they were bought for $750,000. Now they are worth 1.3 million. So that would likely make sense. So based off of what this jeweler said to me, he said, since the earrings were purchased for $750,000 back in 2007, they would likely be worth a lot more because a cut like this, a diamond like this typically goes up in value. He says it never decreases in value Something like that, a big diamond like that would absolutely likely go up in price, okay? So that's why the retail, again, the retail value would be 1.3. However, we're not, again, Irene, we're not selling the earrings. We're putting them up for a, a, an auction for people to bid on the earrings. So that's why people, usually when there's like an estate bid or like a furniture bid that you can place, usually people will go and bid on rich people's stuff there because they're like, I can get it for dirt cheap, way better than what I would have paid out elsewhere. Now, obviously, when you go into an auction, you are under the understanding that these are used items. These were somebody else's items, so they can profit. They can possibly, you know, be damaged or not in the best condition. It looks like the earrings were in good condition, but it looks like that 200000 to 350 ish thousand estimate that TMZ reported that the auction, that the earrings are actually at, looks like it's possibly for the actual at cost value of those diamonds. Like if you were to actually, um, I know because I gave him some of the demand, the jeweler, I gave him like the, the report that, that Richards tweeted out, I gave him those, the numbers and he kind of plugged them in. I guess he had access to the GIA or not GIA. He had access to some sort of database that's would kind of put um, a price on what that would actually cost an earring like that. So I'm assuming that the auctioneer did something similar to find out what the earrings cost. And then that's what, that's why they picked that number that way that's it's at the very baseline. And then anybody bidding, there would obviously be a profit. So, and then people are like, well, what do you, what about Ronald Richards receipts? He, he posted all this stuff. 
and he posted the invoice, the 2007 invoice. He also posted the 2004 GIA report. So it doesn't look like we have a GIA report from 2007, which I thought was interesting. And here's the thing where I have to actually be like, okay, maybe Ronald Richards is on to something here is because in the actual invoice that he tweeted out from 2007, the invoice does state the original 2004 report findings of what was it? 7.02. Let me see. The original estimates. One sec. 7.02 and 7.09. So those are the numbers that are actually listed on the 2007 invoice, which I found kind of interesting because I'm like, those are the exact numbers from the 2004 pair of earrings. How would you, if you got a replacement pair, you're not going to get the exact cut at the exact carrot of 7.02 and 7.09. That just doesn't seem logical to me, right? That you would get the exact, like, that down to the point two. So to me, it sounds like he just wrote the original GIA report estimates or reports from 2004, and he just wrote those on the 2007. Um, he wrote those on the 2007 invoice because again, if according to this jeweler, over the years these these diamonds only increase in value, then how is it that years after they're purchased, the pricing went from 800000 to 750000 Unless it was a smaller, like less carrots, smaller cut, like something about it had to have been different from the original pairing. So it looks like there's a discrepancy or there's an issue with what was written on the invoice, which if you go back to the tweet... Remember the original tweet that, that Ronald put out there? He can say, we can safely report that the earrings Erica Girardi gave the trustee are not the same earrings on the sales invoice. So he's saying the earrings Erica turned over and what's listed on the invoice are two completely different things. However, if you put into context all of the details, it looks like the jeweler on the sales invoice wrote the old figures, the old numbers from the original 2004 pair and not the actual replacement pair. It looks like the replacement pair came in at these 6.57 and 6.01 numbers, which tells me either he knowingly gave Tom um, earrings with less carrots. Like, I don't know if Tom was in on that and they both were aware or... Maybe he was thinking he could kind of skimp and cheat on it a little bit. I'm not, I don't know. I'm just saying something about it. There's clearly a discrepancy. Um, but it doesn't appear that the earrings are fake. It also, you know, it's just interesting. Curious what you guys think of all this. How much is the Cunty necklace valued? <laughs> Great question. I don't know. I don't have those numbers. I don't have the GIA report on that. So... Oh, curious what you guys think. You are the real L. Woods. Yes, I is. Oh, I actually have the earrings here if you guys want to see the earrings. Boom. So this is according to the John Moran Auctioners, Inc. This is on their Instagram account. And they said, we have the earrings pictured. Erica Jane's diamond earrings. And then it has the actual figures from the GIA report. And it says fine jewelry and timepieces. 
Um, it looks like they go on sale or they go up for auction officially on December 7th. So we have what? How much time? Oh, it looks like we got two, two-ish weeks. Low, week and a half-ish before we can actually start bidding on them. So these earrings are near colorless and have very nice clarity. The settings are delicate and well-made and show that the, and show the true fire of the stones. Boom. There you go. There you go. Any questions, thoughts, feelings, vibes? Catherine Edwards also, who was formerly on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she, what was season? Season six, was it? The, I think it was Erica's first season. Catherine also came on that first season as well. And she, I think, was on the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast. And she was like, at this point, I don't know what Erica Jane can do. She needs to start an OnlyFans. And I was like, I mean, that would be interesting if she did an OnlyFans. Imagine, like, she does, like, a dominatrix OnlyFans. I mean, if she loses Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she's going to have to figure something out. But... I was like, well, I don't think Erica's against doing OnlyFans. Listen, Denise Richards did it, and Denise Richards is making bank. I feel like a lot of people would pay a lot of money to see an Erica Jane's OnlyFans account. But, like, would she do what Denise does, or would she do Coochie? I feel like Denise does Coochie, too, no? I feel like somewhere Denise's, like, num her pricing got leaked somewhere, and it was very interesting. Very, very interesting. Thanks for explaining this, Zach. No problem, Janice. Um, I was trying to figure out why this is being talked about now when they were supposedly appraised when she first turned when she first turned them in. Um, I believe, yeah, well, the appraisal needed to happen because the appraisal, the, they were in a safety deposit box for a while and the appraisal had not yet happened until recently. But again, it looks like the appraisal was not for the retail price, which would have been a 1.3 or 1.4 million. Um, it looks like the appraisal was really just to see what the cost of those diamonds actually is. She swapped them out with a pair of Claire's Boutique Clearance Bin Rhinestones. Nice try, Erica. Okay. Well, thank you for joining the live chat. Uh, so, yeah. I didn't realize Claire's still had a... Claire's was out there selling $250,000 earrings. Oh, I forgot that it had been done before now. It had not... Yeah, that's right. It had. There was no appraisal that was done prior to... So, the only number that was... Um, on record was the $750,000. And again, that's for both earrings. That's not for what they weren't 750 each and they weren't 800 each. That was the cost of both earrings. It is kind of interesting though. I mean, I didn't know this much. I'm learning so much about the law. I'm learning so much about jewelry. I feel like I'm learning so much about telemarketing schemes. I feel like we're just, this is just like one college education that we're all on together. We're all in this together and we know that we are. We're all stars. Um, I think that it wouldn't be a smart move on Erica's part if she didn't give back the correct ones that could cause a lot of problems. Yeah, I don't think she would give back a fake pair of earrings. Like, come on. I think that's just silly. Oh, uh, thank you, Stephanie, for the super sticker. Love you, boo. It, yeah, it wouldn't make sense why she would give up a fake pair of earrings. Like, that just, to me, sounded so silly. Um, again, it really sounds like the, the real discrepancy and the real issue comes down to the invoice that Ronald Richards posted, which, yes, does kind of prove some things off. But again, I don't know if there's another copy of another invoice out there somewhere. The trustee doesn't seem to have a problem with this, and nor does the appraisal company. So it seems like everybody... 
except Ronald Richards understands these numbers and understands these figures. And Ronald Richards is not currently actively on the case. He doesn't represent, he doesn't work for the bankruptcy trustee anymore. So, you know, he's, he's doing his thing. Uh, why would she hand over earrings a carat less to fool them? Cubic zirconia, I get, but handing over real ones makes no sense. Exactly. Good point, Savannah Jones. Why would you hand over a pair of earrings that's just a single carat less? I mean, like, like that wouldn't make sense. You know, like if you handed over fake diamonds, that makes sense. But even then, she knows that they would have to be appraised. She knows that they would have to look and investigate this. Like, so it really just makes sense that the replacement pair was uh, a full carat and half a carat uh, smaller than the original pair or less than the original pair. Um, I bet she is going to be so damn tired of these earrings. She isn't going to want them anymore. I mean, she's on appeal for legal reasons. We're on appeal for legal reasons. No burglary fake invoice. Okay, that's another good point. Thank you, Riki, for bringing that up. Um, insurance fraud, yes. So, and I think this also kind of goes to the point Richards was trying to make is that there is some sort of issue with whether or not there was a replacement pair of earrings that was purchased. This new information seems to prove that whatever the original pair of earrings was, that pair is gone and that there was a replacement pair that happened. Because it does appear, as Ricky's bringing up, there was a concern over whether or not this burglary did actually happen and whether or not the earrings were actually stolen or not. I believe because there was a discrepancy in the actual story of how they were stolen. I believe in one version of events, it says that the earrings were stolen while Erica and Tom were out on vacation. And in another, uh, another telling of the events, it is, it seems that Eric and Tom were just out to dinner. And when they came back, the house had been burglarized. Erica seems to verify the out to dinner burglary in her declaration, her recent declaration to the trustee. So, it sounds, I don't know. I mean, again, I don't know, but I, I can't prove that there was or wasn't insurance fraud on that. But if anything, this proves that at least the original pair of earrings that we got and saw and were, you know, reviewed by GIA from 2004 are different than the pair of earrings that Erica was currently in possession of. And with the decrease in price, it does kind of make sense when you put all of these things together. Um, when is Erica joining you on YouTube? We need to see this. Listen, Erica won't be joining me on YouTube if and when that interview does happen. And it, I'm pretty sure it will happen at some point. I've told you guys when it happens, I'm not going to tell you anything. I'm going to make it a surprise drop that you won't see coming. However, we're not going to do some little YouTube live stream. We're doing an in-person something situation. It will be worth the wait. I promise you that if and when that does happen. Um, Gretchen, look at Gretchen. Gretchen's like a sugar daddy today. Gretchen is like my Tom Girardi. She's like, here you go, super sticker, 20 bucks. Get it, baby. I feel like a high-class stripper right now, and I don't even have to take my clothes off. She never had expensive ones. I don't understand what that comment is. Um, you deserve the Erica interview. Thank you, Stephanie. Tom owed the CFO hush money. The earrings were given to the escort to go with her expensive purse. Interesting theory. I actually found out. Oh my God, you guys. I found out who the escort is. Well, I 
possibly found out who the escort is. The um, We're talking about the Christopher Camone, the chief financial officer that used to work for Girardi Keys that they now thought was going to try to run off to the Bahamas that's now been arrested and either is in Los Angeles or is in the process of being brought from Baltimore to Los Angeles so that he can be held accountable for his crimes. So one of the allegations against Christopher Camone is that he had an escort that he was paying $20,000 a month to, and he would also give her outlandish, expensive gifts. So Coffee Buzz here in the live chat is saying Tom owed the CFO hush money and that the earrings were likely stolen and given to the escort along with her very expensive purse. Very interesting theory and kind of funny. Artist says, you rock, Zach. Thank you. Um, Patty says he hadn't been talked about in a while, so he had had to find something about Erica to make him feel relevant again. I wonder if he is related to Kathy Hilton. Um, without Erica and Rinna, neither of them would have the pedestal they have now. <laughs> you are so smart, and have you ever spoken with Oliver Twix? Um, I don't know who that is. I have not spoken with Oliver. Should I? She never had expensive earrings. The invoice was fake. She clearly had expensive earrings at some point if she was able to turn them over to the trustee. And we, you know, I don't understand the point you're trying to make. Um, she was clearly in possession of expensive earrings because she turned them over to the trustee and they're now up for auction. So unless you're saying that's a fake pair of earrings that's up for auction and the trustee and the auctioneer and Erica and possibly Tom are all in on this big conspiracy to try and auction off a fake pair of earrings. I don't I don't see how that makes any sense. You don't have to take off clothes for me. You on my boob. Oh, I know that's right. All right. Well, I mean, on that note, I figured we would just have a fun little Friday sesh, fun Friday episode since we didn't do our regular Thursday Night Live. And since there were no new housewives to recap, there was no Potomac or Salt or I guess there was a new Potomac, but we talked about it already. Um, but there was no new Salt Lake City. So, you know, the original pair is the only pair. I love when people just love to go back and forth in the live chat um, because they just make no sense. And then they just keep saying stupid stuff that continues to make no sense. But anyway, I hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you guys take advantage of the Black Friday sale over at justplainzac.com slash shop. Stock up on that merch, baby. Gretchen, instead of the super stickers, why don't you buy yourself a nice little I'm disengaged. That's what I need. Where's my disengaging cap? I need to put it on. Maybe we see, we will see, Gabrielle. We shall see. A lot of questions, a lot of open, you know, open dialogue at this point. There's a lot more answers that have yet to actually be answered. So we'll see. Um, a very pleasant surprise for this Friday. Well, I mean, I figured, Patty, since we didn't do our normal regular Thursday night live, I would do a Friday morning lie, or I guess it's a little later. I was going to do it this morning, and then I was trying to dig into all the Ronald Richards stuff, and I wanted to listen to Ryan Bailey's interview with him, and then I wanted to make sure I can chat with the jeweler and get all the details verified. So there you go. Love to everyone. Yes, love to everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm so, so grateful to each and every one of you for making the live so fun, for making the everything so fun. Like, I just... I have a blast chatting with you guys on Instagram, chatting with you guys on Twitter. Um, be sure to stock up on some no filter wine at nofilterwine.com. 
Love you guys. Oh, no, I came in late and have to watch the replay. Happy Black Friday. Yes, definitely be sure to catch the replay because there was a lot that we went over and a lot that we broke down. But if you want to be spending some dough, you can get the earrings. They will be officially up for bid Wednesday, December 7th at 10 a.m. Pacific. There you go. Be sure to stock up on your merch. Get the new The Biggest Bully in Hollywood and Everyone Knows It concert t-shirt with Lisa Rinna. Or you can get the Ice Queen Can Take It pullover sweatshirt. And all the classic merch. The Zach Pack sweaters, the Teaspooling Professional t-shirts, the Liddy City tank tops, the disengaging hat, the no filter hat. All of it's available at JustPlainZach.com slash shop. I love you guys. I appreciate you. If you want to keep up with me personally, you can always follow me at JustPlainZach. If you want to keep up with the podcast and all the latest tea, head over to No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. All right, guys. New episode dropping on Monday. I will talk to you soon. Have a wonderful weekend. I love you. I appreciate you. And I will... I guess chat with you soon. I have some family time to spend this weekend. All right. Yes. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the like button. And I will talk to you soon. Love you guys. Bye.